0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. He just a on fucking wall. O'Neal deep in the post, lots of contact there. Oh, what a block by Wallace. What a jump ball. He's down for 12 12-8, 7-38. the first. Oh, yeah. First from Rodney, stuck into the rim. Countdown, baby, and a foul. Reggie inside for Andre in and a dynamite dunk. Pistons fans, hello and welcome to another edition of the Palace of Pistons podcast. Brendan Johnson, Aaron Johnson, and Ryan Pay all here with you this week, and well, it was a pretty good week for your Detroit Pistons as they're able to go two and one, a blowout win over the Cavs. Uh, eh, they got they got handled by the Bucks, but then a close game uh, resulted in a Pistons victory against the Indiana Pacers. To round out the Pistons' week, so boys, we're here on a positive note today. You know how are we doing as we sit down to record here? It's a Sunday night, getting ready for the week ahead. Talking about the previous week, Aaron, I'll start with you. How are we doing?
2: Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, a little nervous. Got some finals coming up this week at school. I'm trying to finish out the semester to you know maybe pass. That'd be nice,
1: uh, but we'll see. I know that's doing... a concern for you.
2: Oh yeah, big time concern. So, but I'm doing pretty good. Uh, we'll get some late night studying after the podcast, but. Glad to be here, and I'm kind of excited to like get to talk about a team that actually had like a above average week for the first time this year.
0: Yeah, I'm doing great over here on this side. Uh, I don't do school anymore, so must be nice. It's so nice. It is nice. I don't do that school stuff. Um, so yeah, hopefully you pass, Aaron. Hopefully, we'll We'll see though. Yeah, we'll we'll see.
1: see. You remember those days of like worried about exams or like worried i don't know if i was ever worried uh, about no passing. i never worried about exams so no, i don't know oh, yes. genius genius ryan genius ryan yeah, okay. struggling aaron and well i mean mediocre is not no 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 well, okay then well then you're the bottom you're like the i don't even know who you are you're like the calves right now hey no hey, hope i'm
2: working on a 4.0 gpa no right hope. now. let's just relax
1: no hope for you but anyways, let's talk positive, boys. The Pistons went 2-1 and one this past week. And, you know, we were talking a little bit before the pod here. It's, it's kind of what you expected. You expected to beat Cleveland handily, and I think we all expected Milwaukee to take care of their business against Detroit. And we knew that the Indiana game could be tight, and the Pistons have had success against the Pacers this year. And, well, they went out, and they got it done. And they picked up a big win. It was a real nice night for Blake Griffin. Um... But Aaron, you mentioned it's a a positive week, one of the first few for the Pistons so far this year and well, I mean it's kind of true. They go out, they go 2 and 1 above 500. They're currently the 9 seed in the Eastern Conference and you know, I guess you you took a step forward this week.
2: Yeah, it was an encouraging week. You know, you get the blowout win against Cleveland which you know, especially with what's going on in Cleveland right now with the revolution, the, the revolting from the players, uh, you know, needed to happen. The Milwaukee game, I think the final score, you know, 127 103, doesn't truly indicate how close the game was. I know we're going to talk about that game a little bit, um, but that was an expected loss, even though Detroit showed some fight. And then the Indiana game, which was kind of the toss up. You know, can Detroit beat them? Uh, Indiana's gotten better since the start of the year. They played a pretty good game, and, and that was really encouraging to see the Pistons go out and make plays down the stretch in a close game to get the job done and pick up a nice win.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's a pretty good summary of it all, Aaron. That's basically it. What, what more is there to add? It was a pretty... Uh, I mean, what am I looking for? It was a pretty average just week in Pistons yeah. basketball nothing really yeah, noteworthy. N- nothing yeah I mean, so that was a good summary I mean we're gonna dive into it but yeah it's not like it's I can add like oh this was crazy that was crazy it was it was a week
2: besides Giannis Giannis calling the Pistons calling dirty, the Pistons dirty <sighs> that
0: was fun Bucks
2: Twitter getting in their feels very soft man that was something I don't know like, I enj-
0: I enjoy Blake Griffin you know being tough being gritty that's what this Pistons team needed. We're gonna jump into
2: something. Let's jump into that, I say. I yeah, no, let's do it. I mean, I thought it was very uh interesting how Bucks Twitter was getting all upset, all riled up. up. Yeah, they were getting worked up over the Pistons showing a little bit of edge against the Bucks. And I mean, I don't understand why. When you're the inferior team, you have to If the Pistons are gonna do anything this year. They're going to have to
0: be the team that's more aggressive, a little dirtier, gets in their opponent's minds. I think this Pistons team is wildly skilled, but they're just not athletic enough, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, if if, if you understand what I'm I'm saying. And in this day and age in this league, where athleticism being 6'8", 6'9", 6'10 on the wing, and acting like you're a 6'3 guard, you know, reign supreme, you've got to be the one that's just the aggressor, and dirtier, and just chippy. And it's not. It's not like, and that like. It's not. I'm not talking like being, I'm not talking nineteen late nineteen eighties NBA clotheslining dudes in midair and then dropping the Hulk Hogan leg drop on them. I'm not talking about that. But being a little dirtier, Blake push, it, give him a little nudge while he's down, like just getting in their mind. That's yeah, what this exactly. team with has edge. to do. Play with an edge. That stuff. That's what this team
2: has to do. And it's like the, that stuff just happens all the time. That kind of stuff. That level of stuff. It wasn't anything malicious. Like people on box Twitter were crying about. I was just like, just have some fun. Like you're the better team. You're gonna win. Like no no Giannis wasn't gonna like get a concussion because Blake touched him with, with his foot. Like it, it wasn't like it wasn't like anything that bad was happening. But I like that the Pistons went out and they showed that kind of edge and I want them to play with that kind of edge. I mean they're not the, they're never gonna be the more, more athletic team on the court. They're they can be the most skilled. They won't ever be the most well, not ever, but most nights they won't be the most talented, I would say. Um, so for them to go out and play with a little bit of an attitude, that's fine by me.
1: I like to see that
2: kind of you stuff. You have to pick something.
1: Mm-hmm. They have a team, though, that has a chance to play pretty smart, efficient, and edgy basketball. right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Play tough defense, limit turnovers. The Pistons have enough guys that could shoot the ball. They've got a guy, Andre, who could clean up the glass. And they've got a playmaker in Blake Griffin. Right? They're not going to win the NBA Finals. But, I mean, damn, they could get themselves back into the playoffs by just doing those simple things. And playing edgy is part of that. You know, you talk about getting in their head, it's like just just Dre being in somebody's head. Or Blake getting into somebody's head. Where all that focus goes on to Blake or goes to Dre. to Where now, all of a sudden, Luke, who did not play in that Milwaukee game, nice to see him come back and drop I think 15 in the Indiana game. Um, but you know, it's like you've got Tony Smell, Tony Snell, you've got Luke, you've got Bruce, guys that then maybe can create plays on the wing to where you get into some of those guys' head, you get into Giannis' head, and, and you find a way to make little runs, maybe draw a cheap foul, and, and piece it together. That's the way the Pistons are going to win games against inferior teams. What is like one of the major you mean questions? superior teams or superior teams? Sorry, Jesus. It's okay. Yeah, we need to cl- we need to clarify
2: Brendan's statements statements because Brendan yeah, sometimes statesmen. says some statements. Sh- shut your frickin' mouth. This is
0: a tough pod already. <laughs> this is tough. Shut but anyway, butt,
2: go on. What do we talk about at the beginning of every season for every single team? What's their identity going to be? For some teams like the Clippers, it's going to be oh we have two MVP candidates, or for the Lakers we have two MVP candidates and perhaps the best player of all time. The Pistons they're in a different realm. They are on the opposite side of the spectrum. That's why they have to settle for something, like being the edgier team, being the more aggressive team, being the, uh, air quotes, dirtier team. Like That's kind of like what they have to settle for, and that's okay. And it's not like they're going out there and they're injuring other team's players and they're picking up a bunch of flagrant fouls. They really didn't do anything outside of normalcy. That kind of stuff happens on a regular basis. And I was completely, completely okay with it, and I liked it, and I want to see more of it, even if it pisses off Bucks Twitter.
0: Uh, who cares if it pisses <laughs> off a section of Twitter? Who cares? You know, when because I stand by my statement I made earlier. When this team, there's. Some very skilled players on the team. It's just not high
2: athleticism. It's crazy how unathletic they are. It's it's just you know, not high athleticism. Derrick Rose out of his athletic prime. Blake Griffin out of his athletic prime. Luke Kennard's not a you know super athletic player in terms of you know jumpiness. You know high high, high fly vertical. Flying, yeah, all that, that kind of, kind of stuff. stuff. Langston Galway in the same spectrum. Tony Snell in the same spectrum i think bruce is somewhat of an athlete he's athletic andre's yes. definitely a crazy athlete and then of guys that are actually playing on the roster not really anyone else svi's not i mean Sve can get up a little bit but he's not a it's not explosive high-end, uh, high-end right mark markeith morris not athletic wood, christian woods athlete. christian so woods got that andre christian wood and a little bruce. bit of bruce and then Hopefully, Seku when Seku gets yeah. an opportunity. So they don't have a lot of athleticism. When they don't have a lot of size on the wing, which is when you those don't kind of have you that, you need
0: your skill to show through. And in order for this team's skill to show through, they've got to get in teams' heads. Where I'm gonna keep beating this dead horse, but getting in a team's head, being chippy, being physical, it is so important for this team. And I know it resulted still in a 24 point loss to the Bucks, but just seeing how it kind of broke them down in a way especially in the post game interview interviews talking about it, it got to them that's what this team
1: needs and the thing is it's like you know maybe that night versus the bucks the pistons didn't get a win but if you build an identity of playing strong defense and being a little edgy like really bringing it on the defensive end and, and diving for every loose ball. And, and even if you pick up a couple fouls here and there, just being a very physical, defensive team, Detroit is going to be in the playoffs. They will win games because of that. Because you just don't see it. Like, you just don't see it in the NBA. That's the kind of toughest toughness
0: you need in the playoffs. Yes. I'm not saying, that, like you said, I'm not saying they're going to win anything, but that's the level of toughness that has to be played within the playoffs. And if you're honing that in the regular season and it can carry over when you make the playoffs, come on now.
1: I mean, it gives you a chance to fight in a series. Right. You know? And, I mean, hell, here's the other thing. If you're in Milwaukee, why are you bitching about it? Like... If anything, that's a great test for you. Wow, they went out, they were edgy, they were a little, maybe they were a little dirty. You know, they play a little hard nose on the defensive end, we beat them by 24. We're flexing pretty hard at 20 and 3 right now. We feel good about that win. Thank you, Detroit, for prepping us to win the finals, and I hope you enjoy watching it in June. Right. That's what and, like, they should be saying.
2: The other teams in the, at the top of the Eastern Conference, like Philadelphia, Boston, you think those teams don't play physical? I know. Like, I know. And you're welcome for prepping you for the Eastern Conference Finals. Honestly. It was it was really just like, for a team that is so good and so talented and has chippy guys on their roster, Like for them to complain about what happened was just <coughs> so like, what the hell? And maybe, honestly, playing Milwaukee at
0: this point, like this past week, was perfect timing for the Pistons. For this team to get their frustration out Because you can tell some of that chippiness And fire came from the, they've lost Including the plus what, like 10 straight 11 straight or whatever against the Bucs mm-hmm. So that starts building on you a little bit Oh you yeah. just can't get over this hump Maybe Detroit needed that to bring this chippiness out Like, So maybe it's a good thing They played yeah. that right now And they still got their asses handed to them But it brought out a fire and a spark And this team, by God They need it Desperately Desperately. dude, they like desperately. they were just dead there it was like they were dead fish on the court at some points this year. Like it was pathetic watching it. If we're gonna really dive into it now. Yeah. Like, you know it I, was it was a hard watch. It was like this is a joke. This team doesn't even look like they care at all. But then that this Milwaukee thing clearly brought them back to life.
1: I gotta say it was a pretty good week for Blake though, too. Blake drops twenty four versus Cleveland. I think he was at 16 versus Milwaukee, but obviously did some other things in that game that will maybe help reshape this Pistons team. Then dropped 25, including a couple huge plays in that Indiana game, to uh, seal the deal on an above 500 a week for the Pistons.
2: Blake Griffin is not a great defender by any stretch of the imagination, but what he does for that defense has shown since he's returned. The Pistons were an abysmal defensive team with Blake Griffin out and since he has come back they have had so many more better above average performances and it's because of Blake Griffin's and I know this is coach talk this is something you'd expect Brendan to say but it's because <laughs> of his leadership on the floor locker he room guys. he's, he's, he's you guys a locker hit- room guy that communicates he Act talks. like that isn't a he thing. He guys where they You sound need to like the people that to. didn't
1: understand, oh, Christian Wood needed to play his way in and Thon would play his way in. Oh, wait, you were that guy. It's just facts. It's just facts. Blake Griffin has come back, and even
2: though he's probably a below-average defender at this point, uh, at least when he's outside of the paint, the way he communicates, the way he hustles, like that has really helped the defense.
0: The communication is everything. Everything. Talking about Blake is constantly talking and in that right and in that in that aspect it, it brings the whole team together defensively. And
1: what's Blake. funny is that's more coach talk than anything, because as a coach, all I have to say a thousand times a flipping day is communication is everything, and that we have to talk on both offense and on defense. Uh, but anyways, just want to throw that out there for you know, some guys that would understand real coach talk here on the podcast. I mean I'm just Did Brendan <laughs> throw out like is restoring oh, oh, jab a
2: flex? Oh, jab!
0: Yeah, or what was, was that I, supposed to it be? It was like a jab, but it was, was that more. It was to be? A, it was a jab. I,
1: whatever, bro. It was a jab.
2: Whatever. I don't. That's okay. It's okay.
1: Aaron started this with the shots
2: today, so I'm just. I was just talking about how Blake Griffin has really helped the Pistons' defense, which is kind of funny because when you think of Blake Griffin, it is certainly not for his contribution on the defensive end of the floor, but that has been always oh so apparent since his return, even on the nights when he's not scoring. He's having a huge impact. Well, still on the offensive side because of what he can do, play, make the ball. But defensively, he has consistently had a huge impact. And that's something nice that, you know, I think has gone under the radar. And it went under the radar last year a bit.
1: Veteran leadership's a real thing. It I'm is. Not, I
2: never said it wasn't.
1: I, <laughs> God. Don't give me your, like, ten coaching principles, okay? I haven't given any coaching principles. I just said yeah, veteran leadership's a real thing, and you're seeing it. Because we talk about Blake being past his athletic prime, yet he's still able to go out just because he's in the right spots and because he can orchestrate his four other guys around him being in the right spots, able to make a serious contribution. And now if you mix in just some edge and you mix in some physicality and and you mix in some... Uh, you know what, you're going to get a couple hard fouls here and there because we're going to set the tone and send a message. Gosh, that's that's actually going to be exciting to watch. It, it goes, okay, it's it's that cliche that Detroit
0: is a gritty, tough city. Yeah. But this city does need something to get behind right now because we have the two of the worst franchises in sports right now in the Tigers and Red Wings, one of the worst in football in the Lions, and then one of the very subpar franchises in the Pistons. So the city has nothing. Nothing. And one thing the city has always respected is just a tough, physical, hard-nosed team. That's why the city like guys like Darren McCarty and Martin LaPointe. Back in the 90s and 2000s with the Wings. Because those guys, Joe Koser, Probert, all those guys. That's why they like the bad boys. That's why they like the 0-4 Pistons. Toughness, toughness, toughness. If this team, this city needs something that can get behind. If this team can just have that level of chippiness and almost pettiness in a way. But if it but gets grind, the national headline
1: and, and the people to get,
0: rally around, it will get the city interested in something. The city needs it and the Pistons can do that.
2: They can. In the last ten games, the Detroit Pistons ranked ninth in defensive rating. On the season they ranked 20th So you can tell just how much Blake Griffin's return and this fan base will eat it up men. They, they went from one of the worst in the league To now with Blake Griffin back Ranking 9th with a 106.6 Defensive rating The teams above them, they're all playoff teams They're all teams with really good records The Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers, the Nuggets The Clippers, the Dallas Mavericks The Toronto Raptors And the team they just beat, the Indiana Pacers
1: well, I mean, yeah, but how, what else do you add to that? Like, the the Pistons... They've been rebounding the ball better. You know,
2: top half of the league, 11th in the league in defensive rebounding, which is was somewhat of a concern for the Pistons, I at least thought at the beginning of the year. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, they did not protect the glass well at all for a, a team that has the best rebounder in the game. Uh, they did not protect the glass, and that's, you know, that's not on Andre Drummond, at, at least all his fault. Certainly other guys have to make sure that they're rebounding and boxing out and doing their job uh, but the Pistons have just been better on that side of the floor lately and, and they're you know right there with the the stat of better defensive rebounding is opponents second chance points the Pistons are ninth in the league in the fewest allowed so just some of those stats that show Detroit has made some serious strides strides defensively the concern for me though still is the points in the paint they're still <coughs> excuse me in the bottom half of the league in points per game allowed, and I don't know if that's something that's ever going to get better outside of Andre Drummond. They don't really have interior defenders. Markeith Morris isn't one, Blake Griffin isn't one. Christian Wood makes some nice plays here and there, but he also has a lot of you know defensive lapses. So the paint scoring, you know, they allow that penetration. They don't have guys because they're not athletic, they're not quick enough to stay in front of those dribble and drive guys, and then their interior defense isn't. Good enough to help pick that up when guys get past a Bruce Brown, a Luke Kennard, a Tony Snell, Langston Galloway. So the Pistons have certainly been better defensively, but you still got a long ways to go. Not even going to mention Thon.
0: He's, not not, he's gonna gone. A shine.
2: He's gone. <laughs> We're not doing this. We're not doing this.
1: Uh, how about this? Pistons go zone like we saw some of last year. Do the Pistons resort to zone defense with their lack of athleticism? Uh, not for.
2: Significant stretches because I think to run a zone, like, I don't know. I don't, I, the Pistons have been better defensively lately. If it gets to a point where they end up blowing up defensively, fine. But right now, they've been good defensively.
1: Stick with the game plan. No, it's, it's been, been better. Been good. So it's keep,
2: been good. Keep lately. it going. It's been better.
1: nights that Blake doesn't play, Pistons go zone. I don't know. I'm not the coach. Go ask <laughs> Dwayne Casey. Jesus. Just throwing out ideas. I'm just throwing out different, you know, different thoughts. Um you know, so the Pistons, they go two and one and, and and now it's kind of a matter of where do they go from here? And, and and how do they get better from where they're at? They're nine and fourteen. They're two and a half games out of the Eastern Conference playoffs currently. Uh next game, now they hit the road, they're going to New Orleans. And if my phone would load here, I'm pulling up the entire upcoming schedule for detroit well i got a question i got a question while you figure out your which i have ill ill prepped
2: stuff that you want to talk about i wanted to pose a question at this point in time if the all-star selections were here and now and you had to you had the power to put players on the all-star team would andre drummond be on your all-star team no oh no it's a tough
1: question
0: uh, ooh, that's tough. That's tough. That's after
1: tough. like five or six games into the year, seven games into the year, maybe even, I would have said, yeah,
0: I would say he's a starter. Yeah, I said he was playing like a top what five player in the league at that point. Yeah, because he was, and then I immediately stopped after I said that. Um, I think so. I think he's kind of like the fourteenth guy who I, makes it. I, I was agree. gonna say I,
1: I, if, he sli- if he slides, he slides out. He's not, not one a of the star, last guys.
2: He's not been like he's been much better lately. I don't know that, where that been. lull came from, but he went through a lull. He did. And but he's bounced back his last 3 games, 17-14 and 4, and that doesn't even get to the defensive stats cuz he's had some gaudy defensive numbers with blocks and steals lately as well. 23-14 and 5, 25 and 22 against Indiana. He's been much better and I don't know if that just took some time for him and Blake to get back on the court together and build that chemistry whatever it was, but Drummond's been much better lately. I look at the numbers. I look at the rest of the talent in the Eastern Conference. For a dude that's averaging, you know, 19 and 17 with, you know, two blocks, two steals, and three assists. I don't know how you leave that talented of a guy off, you know, especially since Blake's probably not on the All Star team right now. No, he's not he going to so be an All Star. He's not going to be an All Star. And it, you know, this year. for a team like the Pistons that probably will be a playoff team by the time All Star comes around. And they're ninth in the East right now, so they're right there. You usually get an All Star if you have a talented player you know, enough of a talented player, I think Drummond fits that category. He would be on my also Oh, if team. they're,
0: they're going to be the one, if if anyone's going to make it from the Pistons, it's going to be Drummond, 100%. Blake, yeah. would,
2: Blake would have to go off. Like Blake I would mean, have to have a stretch. I mean, we're talking where Superman. he averages like 28, 9, yes. and like 6. Like, yeah. just goes ham. Because he missed those first 12 games, and he wasn't spectacular right when he came back. Seems like he's just now starting to find that form. So, he'd have to play like some really, really good basketball. And assuming the Pistons get a guy, it would be Drummond. Unless, unless you take Christian Wood, but that's up for debate. I mean, that's another debate for another
1: podcast, That's another time. Hey, hey. So, um, you know, you look at Detroit's upcoming schedule. They head to New Orleans, then they play Dallas in Mexico City, then they go to Houston. They come home for Washington, Toronto, uh, you know, and then they go on to Boston. But you look at this week specifically; it's at New Orleans. It's Dallas, and then it's in Houston on Saturday. That's a tough week for Detroit. Oh yeah, yeah. There's it's it's time that they start playing some real teams again.
2: No more San Antonio. No more, which is crazy to say. No more San Antonio. That was weird. But uh, I didn't like that. No more Cleveland. Like you got to play some some real ball clubs now. And I, it it did start you know with Milwaukee and Indiana, sure. But like they had that five six game stretch where they played some pretty favorable matchups. So they're starting to get into it still that still couldn't of the get schedule. through it. Yeah, yeah. So, because you said they're going to be a playoff team by All Star break, and I don't know if I can buy into that, dude. I just don't know. Which is scary because we it's very talked about. Do the Pistons blow it up if they're not a playoff team by the All Star break? If I they're know they're sitting outside. We talked about it. Like right?
0: I, I, know things seem to be trending in the right way right now, which they absolutely are.
2: They are, but you're getting but, to that point in the schedule. But you're
0: playing a real, like you're playing the real teams now. Yeah,
2: not that any like other team in the NBA Dallas, is not real, but. It's phenomenal. Like you
0: could, you can't get through Charlotte. How are you getting through Dallas and the Lakers and, and the Rockets and all these? Like, how are you doing that? Right. Yeah. It's it's a real concern. I I'm sorry. Like I know we're we've been a little positive today, but I'm still like just thinking about hearing that yeah. upcoming schedule and just thinking about. I know the defensive ratings have been up. They've been playing better, more in sync, but still. It still gets me, man. It's like you have
1: to go to New Orleans, who's six and seventeen, by the way. You have to go there and win. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You have to go there and win. You cannot go there and take a loss because you're going to play Dallas and Houston. Dallas sixteen and six. Houston fifteen and seven. And that's going to be tough. And, and you can't expect. And again, this is why the Pistons are an average to an average at best team. You can't expect them to go and win versus Dallas or versus Houston. If they go do it, that'd be sweet. That'd be great. But you're not expecting it. Absolutely you not. Have to win that New Orleans game, though. Yeah, well, come back ten or come back from you know this or come out of this week ten and sixteen. Not great. Could be worse. You see where you go from there. Yeah. But I mean, you have to win that New Orleans game, minimum.
0: We've already talked about half to win games, and they haven't won. But it's always, but at the end of the day, it's always been, like, well, they can live, they can survive. I feel like this one's non-negotiable. Yeah, like this, you have to win that game because that leaves such a bad taste in your mouth going into those next two that you're not going to win, which just leaves you feeling terrible. That ten and sixteen versus nine and seventeen is such a wild difference in how you feel about the team well, and how I, they will probably feel about themselves. And the
1: thing is, it's like then. You come home, you get to play Washington next Monday. Who they Monday, lost to earlier in the season. And you have a chance to go back and, and get some, I guess, some vengeance. That's crazy. The beginning
2: of the season is really going to come back and bite Detroit in the ass because they've lost to Washington, Chicago twice, Atlanta once, Charlotte three times. I mean, that's seven losses right there. That's the
1: difference between average and above average, That's right? the
2: difference between the, like, eighth or ninth seed and, like, the, the six seed, yeah, like seven losses. The teams that you clear cut should have beat. No excuses.
1: That will probably not be in the playoffs. Absolutely not. The only one, Charlotte, that could sneak in. No, Uh they're 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 right in the mix. They no. could sneak in. No, they. It's could. not happening. So well, they could though. Um, but yeah, it, it's just
2: you could also like I don't know like date a supermodel. Is it going to (laughs) happen? No. Could. Could. Don't don't count it out. All right, all right, Coach. Don't count it out. That's not Coach talk. It could happen.
1: Don't count it out. She sees me drawing on that whiteboard. She might, you know, she might like it. It's a really good play you drew up. you want to, like, go out for a coffee sometime? I don't know if it would be a coffee. It might be something a little stronger than a coffee, but we'll make something happen. All right, Coach. Don't worry about it. Um... But anyways, with Detroit, I mean, what what else are we looking for? What are we looking for in that Dallas and that Houston game? Because you you can't expect to win either of them. Like, I don't expect them to win either of them. I guess the hope is that they just can compete in at least one, if not both of them. I mean, you got to try to win
2: one. But, I mean, you know, you're looking at continuing to build a rhythm, which is going to – it's admittedly super hard to do when you're losing games. But – if they can start to, I don't know, because it's like they're getting healthy. But then you have Luke missing against Milwaukee. You still don't have Reggie Jackson. Uh, you know, Marquise Morris misses a game. It's like they can never, like, just get to strength.
1: But you know what's nice, at least, is that they play Monday, and then they get a few days off. They play Thursday and Saturday to where the Dallas game is the one you really have to strike.
2: I almost feel like, well, see, actually, I feel the exact opposite way, which is unfortunate because I would Detroit should much rather play Houston on the front end because I think I'm not saying Bruce Brown can lock up James Harden, but Bruce Brown has had some success against James Harden before. Russell Westbrook is having a not very good year. And the Pistons beat the Rockets last year. It's gonna be much harder to beat Dallas this year. Like Dallas like Luca is Luca. Luca has them at sixteen and six. And it's Luca, Chris Stapps, who's not having like a stellar year. I mean, he's playing good, but not having some monster year. Still finding himself a little. And bit. And a bunch of yeah. role players, like Tim Hardaway Jr., Seth Curry, Jalen Brunson. Those are all role players. All right, you know Ender what? Sixteen and six.
0: i I've got to say this because I've been kind of sitting on this for a second here. If the Pistons want to be a playoff team, then they got to beat some good teams. I agree. Well, yeah, I mean, you look and at their so schedule So let's now. let's beat the Rockets or let's beat the Mavs.
2: Hey. I, I, and and that's why I, th- I think the Rockets are the more favorable matchup for Detroit. Win one of
0: those games. If you're a playoff team, win, win one, one of, of those them.
2: games. You, you have to. Like, you can't. I know. I know. Beat it's the bad not teams just. I'm not. I know. In, it's like a pretty obvious statement. To to,
0: I know it's an obvious statement to make. But we. But we're sitting here talking about. Hey, just keep it close and beat the Pelicans and or whatever, and you're fine. No, if you're a playoff team, which this team thinks they are, and the front office thinks they are, go win one of these games. Like, like
1: well, I, I can't. I don't know. We're live on the pod right now, and Dallas is losing to an eight and thirteen Sacramento team late in the first quarter. Let me just let you boys know. So uh, anything is possible. I think Kevin Garnett said that once. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, you're just right. Go win. You're right just about you go gotta to go. find a way.
0: You gotta find a way to go win. Go win. If you're a playoff team, you Agreed. gotta beat good teams at some point. If you can't beat the crappy teams, you gotta beat the good teams. I do something. Do something. I. I don't know why. It just, like, it just came up in me like this.
1: No, it's, it's, that's something, it's, like, we talked about a lot even last year, too. Like, everybody's like, dude, come on, Detroit could be a playoff team. Yet, they kept losing to good team after good team after good team. Like, why are you so excited? Like, if you don't beat any good teams and you make it to the last spot in the playoffs, of the 16 teams in the playoffs, you are the 16th ranked team. You know? Like, Congratulations. Like, you're the worst team in the playoffs. And you're going to get railroaded out. And you haven't beat any good teams throughout the year. You're a... You are a at-the-best middle-of-the-road team. You are the middle of the road. Literally, you are the middle of the road. And you're not trending up. This, This team is not trending up. They are just in the middle of the road. So, you know, yeah, we've been positive early on, but I mean... There is the still, more I
0: sit on it and start thinking about it, it's just do something.
1: Detroit goes out, goes three and zero this week. Okay, well, all of a sudden now maybe we're talking a little different game. Yes, Blake and Dre look really good together. Luke goes off one night. Hey, all right, cool. Now we're having we're having a totally different conversation. Detroit comes out of this week twelve and fourteen. We are having a totally different conversation next week.
2: But they haven't proven they can do that, right? Right, which is why there's no expectation. Which is why it's like, oh, I, I gotta it, find it, a way it, to survive. If there's With no balling.
0: expectation if there's... That's We're the time right to strike. Right. If there's no expectation, not only is it their time to strike, and they don't do anything though, that's the time when you got to consider changes being made. I get there's no expectation, but we every every year, every year we keep going. Well, there's no expectation. There's no expectation for the last twelve years. At what point is that not good enough anymore? We had this conversation last year, yep. Brendan, and we got roasted by. People, I know, which they were wrong, and we were right, of course, a
1: hundred percent.
0: But it's like, why are you saying that? Why are you saying, that? "Come on, man"? Of course, there's no expectation. Have of some course, faith. Come on, have some faith. But of course, there's no expectation. It's just not that good of a team. Okay, if it's not that good of a team, changes need to be made. I don't like. I don't. I'm sorry, boys. I don't know where this. Like, no, just, y- you're right. But we're sitting here talking about. But I'm thinking about like,
1: oh, let's just hope to survive. Like, what is that? Be- what is that? Because this is a real view of how mediocrity is just not okay. It's just not okay. Hey, Sekou and Jordan are looking really good down in Grand Rapids. Feed me
2: Sekou. They're looking really good Feed down in Grand me Rapids. Feed I really like that Detroit's got some young talent. They got some they're, young prospects. It
0: seems like they're finally
2: using the G League to try to develop guys.
0: You mm. know what I mean? Take right. a few
2: shots. I mean, Sekou's obviously Figures a little bit of a... He's not a, a shot. It's more of like, a, like time to developing. Yeah. Get to know but America. they're taking some shots with, you know, Jordan Bone and Lewis King, Dante Hall. They got Davidas the overseas. And then on the roster, you know, you got Luke, you have Bruce, who they're developing right, and they're making him a point guard, which makes me so happy because I've been saying Bruce Brown is a point guard, and he looks like a point guard, which is really good because now they have a one, a two, and a three. To move forward with down the line in Bruce, Luke, and Seku. Unless
1: if Seku's a four,
0: unless
2: if Seku's a four. I'm sorry, the three and the four, it's all the same. to yeah, me Yeah. In, in today's it's the game, wing. it's all the wing. It's the wing. You got Christian Wood, who's showing some nice. Looks like they found a diamond in the rough there. They just got some young talent, which is kind of like why I've kind of changed my tune on the whole rebuild thing. It's this horrible start to the season. And the fact that they actually have some young talent that has shown some promise.
1: It's one of those, like, you want something to look forward to. And right now, you just you know there's no expectation and you know what you're going to get. It's very bland. It's very bland. So, I don't know. Is there any chance Detroit could even take two out of three this week? Do we even feel that that's a realistic chance? Book it. Book it. two out of three. They're gonna
2: do it. They're gonna do it. They pull this kind of bullshit.
1: I could see a little early season mental like mess with you a little bit. Go to go to Houston or Dallas. I don't know which one, but go to well one of those go to games. Houston or Mexico City. Well, my yeah. point is, go into play Houston or Dallas, and like in one of them, just like play phenomenal. Blake goes off. I'll put it this way: in one of the three games this week, give me a Blake. At least forty burger. Okay, all right. Well Give me forty I'm, for I'm Blake one win, night this but, uh... week. Give me forty for Blake one night this week. I just need the.
0: I don't. I just need to win. I just need to win more than the Pelicans.
1: You need to one Rockins. week.
0: Yes. You need to one week. Beat the Mavs. Something. I. We just. We've played a bunch of subpar teams and have lost already.
2: You. I, Detroit uh, pulls this bullshit all the time. They lose to the teams that they should lose to. And they end up beating teams. Are they they lose to teams that they should beat. And then they lose... Are they... Holy
1: shit, Aaron. My God, he was talking mad, ma- mad to talk. me earlier.
2: Wow. This is... I'm not going to comment. They, I'll let him they recover. They lose but like, to the teams they should beat. And beat the teams they should lose to. There it is. I'm really focused on my finals. Maybe like this, These next three days are beat weighing Beat the teams
1: they're expected to lose to. You should never lose to anybody. Your goal should be 82-0.
2: This I'm I, I if I was <laughs> one of your players and this is how I got talked to by, quit, for like two quit. three hours a day I would literally just pack my bags and forget that I ever wanted to play basketball again.
0: Wow, oh I, my! Listen. This coach
2: talk is unreal, unreal.
0: Well, just I don't know. win, just do something, just win. I'm tired of just cruise control in the middle.
2: Do something. Watch them lose to the Pelicans and then beat both dallas and houston
1: i I wouldn't even be mad i would not be mad i wouldn't be mad take it there's your two out of three fine two if if they go two and one then i don't care who they beat who they lose to because that means they beat one of dallas or houston maybe both fine fine that'd be the stupidest thing ever but fine
0: they've got to find a way to start playing consistent winning basketball they do they had their chance to figure it out early in the season washington charlotte three times or whatever all these the hawks twice the Bulls twice they had their chance to figure it out and they have not now you've got to do it against the likes of the better teams in the nba
2: prove something sink or swim it's It's where it is
0: it's where it is will blake be on this team by the trade deadline Will Dre be here by the trade deadline? We'll We'll find out. We'll find out here soon. Yeah, Yeah. we'll have a
1: better idea this
0: week. We will definitely find out soon. Is Langston still a Piston by the deadline? We will find out.
1: So the Pistons, three games this week. Two of them against current playoff teams. The other one against the New Orleans team that they should beat. We'll see how they do in those matchups as they currently sit at 9-14 in ninth place in the Eastern Conference. Well, before you go, make sure you like rate review subscribe to the podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Palace of Pistons. It's at Palace of Pistons. Um, we're on Instagram at Palace Pistons. We're on YouTube, Facebook. You can check out all the different sites and we're streaming Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, if you want to go back to Twitter, you can follow our personal pages as well. At A Johnson NBA, at Ryan Pay, or at Media Brendan. Um, and again, let us know your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know where you stand on this team. Do you support the rebuild? Do you support giving this team a little bit more time? You know, are, are they a trade away? Maybe they're just one more piece away from really turning it around. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, but until next time, we'll see you. Hopefully the Pistons can win a few games. when We're chatting next here on the Palace of Pistons podcast.